What up, cryptids and milfs? I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Ella. And you're entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. Scully Nation is an X-Files rewatch podcast in which we rewatch the X-Files. This is my first time watching it. And this is my fourth time watching it. Oh my gosh. Do we introduce ourselves? Oh yeah, we do. Okay. (laughs) I'm just like on, you know, autopilot at this point. Sure, sure, sure. So I had a moment of doubt where I was like, did I even say my name yet? Yeah, you're Ella and I'm Amanda. (gasps) Oh no. Oh God. Um, Although putting myself in our listeners' shoes, I would guess that our voices are similar enough that probably a lot of people can't tell us apart and that's fine 100 yeah, percent. that's fine. like the weird thing about once you get to know someone's voice and then it's very clear yeah but if you don't know i feel like everyone around you sounds exactly the same yeah weird so the trouble of podcasts i guess so i should have done the whole podcast in a silly little accent so everyone <laughs> could tell the difference wait now is the time to reveal that you've been doing this whole thing in an accent and you're really French or something. Oh, bonjour. Well, that's just offensive. <laughs> it is not offensive if I am from France. Mm-hmm. Baguette. You, I mean, you've taken French. Voilà. So. Oui. Uh, je voudrais <laughs> un hamburger. Mm-hmm. Oui. So that was some nonsense. <laughs> but <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know anymore. The X-Files. The yes. television program. The yes. 90s. That's what this show is the about. The 2000s. Well, this episode's about the 90s. And the 2020s. Not in this episode. That's fair. Or ever. <gasps> maybe, maybe. They're probably going. not making more, but who well, knows? <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. Who knows? That's fair. But tonight, we are talking about the 90s, because we're discussing season two, episode 14, speaking of accents, Die Hand Die Verletzt. That's great. I don't speak German. Close enough. <laughs> It's close. I'm sorry, Germany. I apologize. Uh, uh, oh, I don't remember how to say I'm sorry in German. Yeah, I Wait. don't know. Nope. I've lost it. I, I took German also for well, two years, but... Well, what didn't you take for two years? Russian, I guess. Duh. How do you say sorry in Russian? I don't remember. Oof. Spasiba. Nope. That's... That's not it. That's thanks or please? It's one of those. I don't remember Oof. which one. Well, anyway, we're <laughs> just showing off our international about a few days. Oh, yeah. Die Hand, we just lost 60% of our audience. Okay. <laughs> so this episode uh, aired on January 27th, 1995. Yeah, it aired in having... That would have been a much funnier joke what? if it was a bad episode. So imagine this was a bad episode. Okay. Like, say we were talking about Excelsis Day or something. Again. <laughs> sure, sure. Everyone's said, favorite episode. Yeah. And he said it aired in 1995. Mm-hmm. And then I could say, yeah, it aired in, in being written at all. Like, E-R-R-E-D. Uh-huh. Like, that would be a funny joke. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you should have just saved that for a bad episode. <laughs> I know, but then I panicked. Well, now you can't do it for the next bad episode. I'll, I'll save it. Okay. I, mean, I think we've repeated jokes before. Never. No, not a one. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Absolutely go on. I, I will not interrupt you again. Uh, that's false. Uh, this episode <laughs> was written by Glenn Morgan and James Wong, the one and only. The two and only? The two and the, the, together. The two and together. The two and together. <laughs> and, uh, uh, excitingly, this episode is directed by Kim Manners. Woo! So first episode that Kim Manners is directing of The X-Files, uh, but... 
Uh, he's a big part of the show. So Kim Manners is most famous for directing and producing on the X-Files and Supernatural. Uh, he's like a big creative force on both of the shows. So that's probably where most people know him from. Um, he uh, died in 2009. Very sad. Uh, but he's probably the most prolific director on the X-Files. Mm. I, I think he's directed the most episodes out of anybody. Okay. So this is his first, but nice. it will not be his last. We look for. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we look forward to seeing more of you, Kim. Mm-hmm. Love you, Kim. Love you. Come on the show. <laughs> well, so. <laughs> I'd be hard. Um, this episode takes place in Milford Haven, New Hampshire, another new state. Woo! Very exciting. Uh, so short plot synopsis. New Hampshire teens feign an occult ritual in an attempt to score and inadvertently cause the murder and mutilation of one of their group. That sucks. Oof. When Mulder and Scully are called in to look at the matter, the town's real worshippers attempt to hide their tracks, though it seems there is a mysterious force at work that even the worshippers are afraid of. It's hmm. uh, Mrs. Paddock's haircut. Yeah. Is this an abstinence-only commercial? Yeah, you because know, if they hadn't been trying to <laughs> sure. score, uh huh, you know, true. Think about it. Very true. That's what listening to heavy metal will do to you. That is, I'm glad you're. I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> That's good to know. Sure, sure, sure. Well, do we want to get into the hand meat of the episode? Hand? Oh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> could be better. To the, the heart, the, the heart meat, or like the eyeballs, the the pig meat, the pig, the meat dissected meat. pig meat. The occult meat, yep, of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, let's let's dive on into this pool. Say hi to Scuba Bill while we're passing by, mm-hmm. and then continue on to the episode. All right, I can't wait. Whew. We open mm-hmm. on a parent teacher committee meeting. Which one yeah. is that? Now that I think about it, although it just seems to be like a teachers' meeting. Yeah, I mean, I guess is the bald guy parent. It's well, yeah, I guess some parent. of them are teachers or uh, parents, but it seems like it, it's, they're doing a lot of work calling it a whole ass committee when it's four people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We open on a parent teacher committee meeting after dark in a school. Bunch of nerd teachers. <sighs> they look like real squares. S- straight laced, uh, mm. you know, just regular middle America, you know? Well, the corner. Regular corner America. <laughs> they are talking about just various issues that would interest a parent-teacher committee, like what musical the theater department is going to put on, and they are saying that they want to do Jesus Christ Superstar, which they say wouldn't be appropriate. Not for their school. Exactly. So we're assuming, oh, okay, it's probably because it's a public school or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. <gasps> no, no, no. Huh. Uh they decide at the end of their meeting that they should do a prayer because they've they've been letting that kind of thing slip. And we're like, wait a minute. Okay, so they don't want to okay. do Jesus Christ Superstar, but they do want to have a prayer. Hmm. It's not a Christian prayer. Let's what? just say that. <gasps> what? The, what is it? <laughs> the camera pulls back out of the room and then the door shuts and we only see like the outline of light through the cracks Evil in the door. Evil red light. Evil, sorry, evil red light through important. the cracks of the door. Um, and the teachers are just doing a weird satanic prayer thing. <gasps> huh? Satanists what? in my school? More likely than you think. Oof. Tell you what. Mm. Credits. Yep. A return of chanting. I mm-hmm. just wanted to, to 
point out, uh, return guest to the X-Files chanting. There's a lot of <laughs> We love you, one. we miss you. Uh, come back. Grunge teens and chanting? Yes! What doesn't this episode have? Other things, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Credits. Do we want to talk about the credits? With Is the, there something different? This was the one where Glenn Morgan and James Wong had weird nicknames. Oh, I was going to well, oh, that's that kind later? of, that's not like in the credit sequence that was like during right. the, we can talk about it now. Yeah, we can. I do, yes. Let's talk about it now. Okay. So this isn't in the credit sequence, but during the next scene while all the credits are going on screen. So we do have um, co-executive producers. Uh, we, we know them, we love them, James Wong and Glenn Morgan, mm-hmm. uh, but they are credited as James Chargers Wong and Glenn Bolts Baby Morgan, which is you know, very funny. As you do. Very funny. Love that. Um, I do. It's Love kind of delightful. Do we know why? Um, I have an inkling, but I'm going to save it for the behind the scenes. Okay. I, we got we got some stuff to talk about during behind, nice. behind the scenes. All right. We'll get to it. So, but kind of delightful. We open for the second time after the credits. So not really opening. The next scene. Yes. Four grunge teens. Teens. Walking around in the woods. Love them. After dark. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to be up to some nonsense. Oh, yeah. Because they're grunge teens. Mm-hmm. Two boys, two girls. I think you know what that means. Bone zone. <gasps> Party of four. No, they can't. Why not? Because they're not married. Do you know that for sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys are trying to bone the girls. Time-honored tradition, yeah. going out to the woods to, to freak the girls out by doing a fake occult ritual, and then they'll all make out. You know, exactly. tale as old as time. I mean, listen, it would work on some of us, let's just uh, say. Yeah. Why not? Hey, I'd be into it. Sounds Why fun. not? <laughs> Sounds fun. They, so they set up their special little uh, ritual. They have a candle. Uh, they have a torn out page from a library book. <laughs> a library book. That's, that's good. That's clean. Thank you. Like that. uh, not cool. You can't be tearing pages out of library books. Yeah, just oh. take the whole book. Whatever. But they're reading it and they're calling on, uh, you know, the Lords of Darkness, et cetera, et cetera. And then they do specifically call on Azazel, or I guess they say Azazel. And then the candle goes out. <sighs> Scary, evil, demonic chanting starts coming from the woods around them. There are rats on the ground biting Aww. at their feet. Cute. Not cute. Adorable. Kind of gross. Rats are so cute. Well, these teens don't think they're cute. No. They freak out. They split up. They go running. Um, one of the boys goes running after the one of the girls, and then there is a, a gout of flame that just bursts out of the ground. He falls to his knees in shock and horror when there is a force behind him. It grabs him by the neck, it pulls him into the air, and it chokes the life out of our our dear, beloved grunge team. No. Um, no more. What was his name? Eric? I don't remember. Uh, I don't Eric, Eric and or whatever your name is, we barely knew you. <laughs> Yeah. But we loved you. We did. And we'll miss you. We won't. No. <laughs> but. but someone might. Somebody. Somewhere. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what that means. This is a crime scene, baby. Mm-hmm. 8.55 the next morning. 
the boo crew is on the scene. Oh, yeah. Investigating. Mm-hmm. Crime solving. They've got umbrellas. It's got a vibe. Yes. There's a lot of umbrellas in this episode. Yeah. This is a heavy umbrella one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rain pattering on umbrellas, sound yep. effects. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Among other things, pattering on umbrellas, but we'll get to that <laughs> we'll get to shortly. That. Um, the hunter. The hunter. Why, why did I say the hunter? You know, the only hunter in New what? Hampshire found the kid's body. <laughs> the New Hampshire hunter. Yeah. That just sounds like a serial killer. Yeah. A random hunter found the kid's body in the woods, and the local sheriff is telling the Boo crew about how people use the forest for witchcraft. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. The The boy's body has his eyes and his heart cut out, which is sort of freaky. Mm-hmm. Doesn't normally happen. Scully <laughs> is unconvinced that it's witchcraft, however. Um, but the sheriff does make the compelling argument mm-hmm. that the victim and his grunge teen friends listen to devil music so it's true huh kind of sounds like it's on them yep if you think about it yeah so you get what you get if you listen to the satan's chanting <laughs> that's like really it. cool like gregorian chant but evil yeah i'd listen to that yeah definitely hmm. but they fi- they look at the tree stump um they do some more investigating uh the sheriff's talking about how weird this place is um, Scully does find the torn out and partly burned uh, page from the library book that the kids were using. And then she does just kind of drag this poor sheriff. She pulls it out. She's like, oh, look at this. I'm surprised you people overlooked it. I know. Scully. <laughs> Rude. Whoa. I mean, it's fair, but still. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like the way she said It's very sassily. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Which she's, yeah, clearly not vibing with this sheriff at all. No. But the sheriff doesn't seem to take it personally. He's just like, oh, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared of witches. I'm spooked. This place. He sounds very afraid of the place that he lives, which I feel like, why don't you just move, my man? Sounds like every rich homeowner in Minneapolis. Am I right, ladies? Whoa. Regional humor. Oof. It sounds like Ward 13 voters, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Everybody c- understands that reference. You know? Oh, yeah. Our one Minneapolis listener will appreciate that <laughs> if their politics happen to align with mine. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. So Scully's not feeling the weird feeling around them, but Mulder is. He's like, I don't know. Feels like the, the woods are very strange, which, you know, he's only feeling that because the sheriff said the woods were strange, but that's fine. That's fine. That's like what, you know, humanity is a community and mm-hmm. we influence each other. That's beautiful. And we create vibes. Yeah, definitely. Together, uh-huh. you know? Sure. But Scully uh, is not feeling a weird feeling. She tells Mulder, uh, well, there's nothing odd about this. Mm-hmm. When uh, fate reaches its its big green hand down and just pats Scully lightly on the cheek and then frogs fall from the sky. <laughs> I mean, that's normal. Yeah. They hit the just toads bouncing off their umbrellas left and right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cute. They're also very cute. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's not normal for them to fall out of the sky, mm-hmm. but toads are so dang cute. If you say so. You can just, like, watch them hop. You can <laughs> hold them in your little hands uh-huh. and whisper your secrets to them. Okay. If you're a witch, a witch. I used to catch toads all the time and pet them briefly and then let them go. They probably didn't enjoy that very much, but I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did not do that. 
Well, that's weird. You're the weird one here. I guess. <laughs> and then, so that just happens? Yeah. Frogs fall from the sky? It's whatever. Uh, Mulder has a funny line where he says, well, lunch? <laughs> Are they going to eat the frogs? Also, it's 8.45 in the morning or whatever. 8.55. So it's 8.55. It's probably more like 8.58 now. That's pretty early for lunch. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. You wacky man. Um, I did enjoy uh, Scully's 80-yard line. Mulder, toes just fell from the sky. <laughs> if you don't that, but no. uh, she definitely did not say that in the scene. That's fine. <laughs> In case we didn't notice, they had to ADR that line in. This is unclear. (laughs) Jillian, you gotta get in the studio. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Uh, Guess their parachutes didn't open. That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. That's a funny joke. Thank you. You didn't come up with that? No, I did. I did. Who who really said that, Ella? It was Mulder. That's what I thought. Mulder. That's what I thought. I thought it was a Mulder quip. (sighs) Has all the hallmarks. Everyone can see a Mulder quip from a mile away. Exactly. Well, let's go to the local high school library, let's which is Crowley High School. Just kind nice, of funny. Very nice, evil. nice. Um, Mulder is flipping through records of who took out what books or whatever uh, to f- try and figure out if they can find someone who recently checked out an occult book or, you know, because mm-hmm. they have that shred of a uh, paper book. What? <laughs> what like... are you saying? <laughs> They're trying to find the book that the kids are using. Yes. To see if they can yes. find out who checked it out. <laughs> because they had the ripped piece of paper from the library book. Yes. Uh, you know, a shred of paper or whatever. <laughs> whatever you just Had a stroke. Um, Skelly hurries up to Mulder and she's like, it's cool. The toads are not a satanic sign. It's there's like a tornado or something. And that's probably what brought them. Whatever. Sure, Scully. So I guess she's been wasting all her morning trying to uh-huh. prove that witchcraft doesn't exist. I guess. Nice try. A fool's errand. Exactly. But luckily, Mulder's been doing real work <laughs> instead. And he finds that a Dave Duran. Duran Duran. Exactly. I believe. Sorry, Dave Duran Duran. Checked out a book about the occult very recently, so <laughs> it's time to go check in on his chemistry class and see All if right. they can chat with him briefly. Let's do it. He is very nervous and stressed, this boy. <laughs> he looks like the most suspicious man I've ever seen in my uh-huh, entire life. Uh-huh. He's just waiting for the FBI to interview him, which I yes. guess, to be fair, if my friend died in the woods and I was waiting for the FBI to interview me, I would also be quite freaked out. So yeah. I get it. I Yeah. I probably wouldn't try to hide it if my friend died in the woods. Yeah. Considering, like, he didn't, like, he's not at fault. Like, yeah. he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So, I, I probably wouldn't have hit it. I probably would have called it in, I suppose. Yeah. That's fair. But he's not the only one who looks really freaked out. So, we've got Dave Duran Duran in here. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, another girl, Shannon, who we will come to know later on. <laughs> no in love? Sure. Why okay. not? She's fine. She's yeah. a kid. Yeah, she's there. She's a grunge teen. <laughs> yes. So they're sitting in science class when uh, they're waiting on their teacher because mm. he hasn't shown up. Mm. And it's, you know, five minutes into class. That means uh, you can leave. And you get, and you get an A. <laughs> <what's going> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone knows that. That's, you know. <laughs> that's just, that's what happens. I love whatever kid culture is where things like this <laughs> just happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, but... Luckily for them, uh, they got a substitute teacher. Mrs. Paddock is on the scene. Mm-hmm. She strolls in. She's got a vibe that we'll discuss in Blazer Watch, I assume. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a very particular, <laughs> interesting kind of vibe. The look, unprecedented. <laughs> yes. 
super into it. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But whatever, we'll get to her She's later. She's like an old-timey kind of teacher is the vibe. Sort yes. of. But again, that's just like what, the bare minimum you need to know yes. to understand. She's, again, looks very buttoned up and prim and proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boot crew shows up on the scene looking for Dave Duran Duran. And then uh, Dave just lurches to his feet and just tries to <laughs> launch himself out the window yeah. head first. Yep, sure does. <laughs> Insane. That's one way to get out of things. Very insane. Yeah. Um, but Mulder does grab him and pull him back in. Yeah. And um, they take him to the, the whatever, the office to talk to him. I did write classic mistake, trying to run from David Duchovny. <laughs> we'll get more of that later in this episode, too. People really think they can outrun this man. Yeah. Have they seen him? He's like a beautiful gazelle. Sure. Glumping through the fields <laughs> at 25 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to outrun him. Absolutely. Ridiculous. Anyway. Anyway. So they go to interview Dave and I guess the other two kids, uh, other Shannon two. and the other girl. And, and the rest. The rest. The spare. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dave's like, well, I'm not into that occult stuff at all. We were just trying to get some. You know how it is when you're a teen. And Mulder's like, hey, yeah, I do. <laughs> Wink. Wink. That's how I got ladies <laughs> to a cult rich yeah. well maybe actually that does feel right maybe um but probably not probably not he's too busy playing basketball he's in his he's, driveway he's a jock bo- oh my god yeah <laughs> that's what he said well, that's what he did absolutely yeah. it's like i hadn't thought about it but then he mm-hmm. said it and it was like <laughs> the truth opened before me yeah, definitely absolutely what else is he gonna do i don't think he had a lot of friends when he was a kid yeah there's no way no listen we all shot hoops in our uh mm-hmm. in our driveway alone i mean not literally but metaphorically okay. yes i literally did okay we had a we had a hoop all right all right so but dave's like yeah we're not satanists we were just just fucking around um we only took that book because we wanted to find some real demon names and make it sound good so we could freak the girls out um, but now he's really scared because they, he thinks that they called up some devil or something. How's that possible? So that's pretty scary. Oof. We kind of look through the window and our evil teacher gang is just staring openly <laughs> at this conference going on. Sure are. Very suspiciously. Mm-hmm. Do we have a, do we have a team name for these people? I just call them the evil teacher gang, but. Yeah, there's, let's see. I mean, it's pretty good. ETG. ETG. Mm. The, the Satan devil. crew. Satan crew, the devil devil educators. Devil educators. Devil caters. Devil caters. That's not anything. <laughs> Educ school personnel of doom. Scru- school personnel of doom. <laughs> sure. evil, evil teacher gang, I think. Okay, works. okay, okay. Okay. So the evil teacher gang is... That's a terrible name. We should come up with something better. They're watching this (laughs) conference going on. Um, And then they turn around and... Oh, his name is Jerry Stevens. The the dead kid. Oh, sure. Now that I I see it in my notes. We'll miss you, Jerry. Or Eric. Whatever your name is. (laughs) He looked more like an Eric to me. Unclear. That's fine. But, yeah, so one of the evil teachers is like, one of you killed Jerry Stevens. Who was it? Who else would know about the ritual? But them. Hmm. Hmm. How could this happen? Um, because Azazel was there. 
Azuzel. Azazel. 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 That's it. There, you know, there's some sort of angry presence amongst them. That's interesting. One of them, I don't know what the teacher's names. I called this guy tall with glasses. Yeah, very tall. Yeah, super tall. Taller than David Duchovny, maybe. Oh, for sure. He's pretty tall. So tall with glasses. I thought this was very funny. He's talking about how he went out to the woods for a black mass, but uh, nobody else showed up, so he left, which is very funny. Can you imagine if you showed up for an evil Satan-worshipping black mass and then nobody was there but you? That's so embarrassing. Get dunked. Ooh, boy. Oh, my God. Everybody said they were interested on the Facebook invite, but they didn't actually show mm-hmm. up. A lot of maybes on that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. This poor guy. No wonder he goes evil. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Not show up or show up? Go evil if you showed up and no one else oh, did. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was already evil. Yeah, he was too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sure. Well, they're kind of evil wannabes, you know? Yeah. They're like... They're evil in name only, but it doesn't seem like they're very devout, mm. you know? there's. It seems like they're a little hypocritical. That's true. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll explore that later. Hell yeah. The four teacher, the, sorry, the evil teacher gang. Devil teachers? Devil teachers? I think I like devil teachers. Okay. The devil teachers okay. are pissed off at the FBI because they're letting all of the kids go based on the fact that the kids didn't do anything uh, to, to kill the other kid. Um, and Scully gets into a scuffle with them. And, she, you know, Mulder has to, like, grab her by the jacket to stop her from swinging her arms at the oh, yeah. devil teachers. Because she's like, uh, the FBI looked into it, and there actually aren't any occult conspiracies in the U.S. And the evil teachers are like, uh, we are one, bitch. <laughs> We are an occult conspiracy. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, you don't exist. And then she starts growling and just goes for him. <laughs> goes for the jugular. Um, but her, you know, Skelly's argument is that if all of the claims of, like, occult rituals and things were true, then that would be, like, thousands of people dying every year unaccounted for. Yep. And we probably would have noticed by Fair now. point. Good argument. Good argument. Yep. Uh, and then... It, <laughs> Mulder just, like, drags her out of there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they leave. Yes. So. They go into the hallway. They're talking about the case a little more. Scully is just hopping mad. She's punching lockers. Uh, she's all worked up. Uh, but Mulder goes to drink from the water fountain when he notices something a little strange. Hmm. Seems like the water in the water fountain is going down the drain counterclockwise. Hmm. Even though he says, according to the Coriolis force, it should go down clockwise since they're in the northern hemisphere. So that's impossible. Can't believe Mulder's an idiot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I know. I guess it was before Snopes or whatever. Sure. So I guess he believed this old myth. I guess. Hey guys, fun tip here. It's not true. <laughs> the Coriolis effect does not affect your sink <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry to break it to you my sink but well maybe your sink okay but i did have a certified physics teacher who taught physics for a living spend an entire class telling us about how this was true and showing us <laughs> like videos of tourists being tricked at like the equator by like locals who did like the thing where they had a bowl of water and had it on one side of the equator and then moved it to the other and showed how the the force of the water changed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, 
They're just getting money from tourists by tricking them. <laughs> uh huh. We had to watch that. Mm-hmm. But this this physics teacher wasn't sane anyway. So. Yeah, this has been a recurrence of Amanda's bad teachers corner. <laughs> <laughs> I had some very good teachers. Okay. But this particular physics teacher was not one of them. And he worshipped Satan. No, he told he was really into Jesus. Okay. Yeah, he told us about a near death experience he had where he saw <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, told me about him. Yeah, yeah. He also drank a lot of Mountain Dew like constantly during <laughs> class. <laughs> he had a little. I'm just going on a rant. He had a little like microphone that he used, even though it was just a normal sized classroom. <laughs> it would like amplify his voice really loud, and then he would like drink the Mountain Dew, and then we would just hear the glugging really loud. And then at one point, one of the kids like turned off the speaker or something and he got really really mad and he was like this is ableist basically he was like i can't talk that loud it's not okay that you turned off the speaker there's like 20 kids in this classroom yeah Yeah. it was a whole thing anyway he also didn't know how to do basic math and then when everyone complained to the administration about how he didn't know how to do basic math he brought in his like sat scores or something and he was like see i know math it was really embarrassing it's the worst it was very funny. <laughs> it is looking back, but at the time, it was miserable. Mm-hmm. It's the worst teacher. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have anything to beat that, but mm-hmm. I did have a geography teacher who was convinced that there were 52 states. Ooh. So that was rough. Ooh. That was rough. Yeah. What do you think? The Alaska and Hawaii? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's like, or she, she's like, yeah, well, you're forgetting about Alaska and Hawaii. And we're like... No, she, no, we're not. The flag has them all. The I stars. know. My theory is maybe she was cons- she's ahead of her time, and she was considering Puerto Rico and uh, Washington D.C. Oh, maybe. maybe, or she was just an idiot. That's also possible. But I also had a geography teacher who taught us that Yugoslavia was still a thing, and oh. then when I pointed out that it wasn't true, he was like, "Well, we already printed the maps." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, okay. I can't argue with that. That's good logic. Right. This has been American school system. Speaking of yeah. bad teachers, um, <laughs> sorry. We uh, we go back to Mrs. Paddock's classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, she they didn't do the. This is not the pigs. That's later. Well, this is just when she's chatting with the girls. Right. 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 Yep. Yep. So she holds the. All the kids are leaving, and she holds back Shannon and. Uh, blondie and despair despair um and she's like hey girls uh you know i know that a lot of crazy stuff is going on right now you know you your friend was uh killed by an evil demon uh you know so if you want you can totally talk to me i'm super trustworthy just look at me she's not uh she's not also no offense to her but even if she wasn't a demon uh, she doesn't really look like the kind of teacher that you could trust with your problems no. She kind of looks like the kind of person that would send her kids to conversion therapy. Oh, yeah. Doesn't she give yeah. off that vibe? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a really mean librarian. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... She's not trustworthy. I don't... I don't know. No. <laughs> about and she's you, like, ma'am. She somehow looks like she's from like the 1800s, so there's mm-hmm. no way that you would believe that she would be able to help you with a real life problem yeah. from today. Mm-hmm. Her name is Phyllis Paddock. I mean, so, for the love of God. I mean. For the love of Satan, I guess. Come on. Yeah. Please Oof. be uh, respectful. Uh, sorry. Yeah. That's my bad. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, so the kids leave and then she takes her uh, stack of graded tests and she opens a drawer and then just like plops them down on a tray that contains a uh, human heart and some eyeballs. Huh. It's going to get juice all over that homework. It is. Gross. It is. Yeah. It, there's going to be bloodstains on this one. Come on. It's like when... She doesn't put them in the same drawer. She puts it like right on top of the heart. Literally on top of the heart. It's like when you used to get stuff back with like coffee stains on it, mm-hmm. which is like fine, whatever, because your teacher spilled the coffee while they were grading. Yeah. But with blood. With blood. Ma'am? <laughs> I mean, I guess blood sort of turns brownish. Maybe she can pretend it's coffee. Mm-hmm. It just seems... You have other drawers. I know. Good. Or the countertop. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. It's an objectively very funny moment. It is very funny. I mean, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. We go to the psychologist's op- office. Uh, Muller is talking to Tall with Glasses, mm-hmm. who is the school psychologist. I literally just wrote the very tall one with glasses here, so I'm glad that yeah. that's how we all identify him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what his name is. Yeah. And I don't care to find out. I think he's a sucker. Well, he is. Is that it? Um, so Mulder's looking through all the files or whatever and talking to him. He's like, wow, that looks like there's a really high rate of, uh, like depression and eating disorders and et cetera, et cetera, with all the kids in this school and tall and glasses is like, well, that's just teens for you, which like first to a certain extent is probably true, but also they're all evil Satan worshipers. So I don't trust a word he says. Nope. Hmm. Uh, and then Mulder's like, yeah, is there, have you found any uh, evidence of past ritual abuse with any of these kids? And Tall and Glasses is like, I can't discuss these teens with you. So get out of my office. So Mulder leaves. Crying. Crying. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, Mulder goes to talk to Skelly, the only person who will talk to him in this whole place because <laughs> everyone's being so mean to him. And she's on the computer and... The she- oldest computer in the world. Oldest computer in the world, and she's found something on the internet. Or did she say intranet? Probably uh, internet, right? Probably internet. Uh, she's found something on this wacky thing called the internet. Oh. Um, doesn't look like any internet I know, but <laughs> no. It's uh, like a black screen with green text on it. Great, great times. Love it. It's something from. Well, it's like so. It's. I don't know. It seems to be like a news story or whatever. A new about yeah yeah, and it seems to be yeah describing like what happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it says like uh, the Jew did it or something, and it's revealed that it's from a 1934 Nazi newspaper. Mm-hmm. Huh. So how is a 1934 Nazi propaganda newspaper having a story that's exactly the same as what happened here? Hmm. That's weird. So it seems like they're just swapping in uh, occultists for, you know, whatever group uh, people want to uh, use as a scapegoat. Um, And then Mulder talks a little bit about it. Well, you know, occultists aren't really what it what they seem like in the in the popular culture, whatever, like modern witches and Wiccans and the Church of Satan all denounce violence and murder. So doesn't really make sense that they would have killed somebody so if it's not like real witches what is it i don't know who did it it was me i knew it <laughs> this whole time <laughs> <laughs> this is why i wanted to do an x-files podcast i wanted you to find out this so way so you could confess yeah <laughs> okay 
What do you expect me to do about it? I don't know. I, I didn't think that far ahead. Oh. I thought this would go cooler than it's going right um, now. Well, I don't have any weapons in here. That's okay. Well, I, I could try and kill you, I guess. Do you want to just like finish the podcast, I guess? I guess. Oh, wait, I have a pen. I could stab you with that pen. Oh, fun. Probably wouldn't kill you. No. Unless you really did it well. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, we go to Mrs. Paddock's. I, okay, is she like just uh, substituting for just like a general science class? Or is she substituting for multiple science classes? Because the other one seemed like a chemistry class to me. And this one's like a biology class. Well, it's the same kids. This is just like science. Just science class. I okay. Guess. Anyway, so we're back at Mrs. Paddock's science classroom. Um, she's passing out some hog embryos that the kids are going to dissect. And she's into it. But <laughs> Shannon, the girl who is in the woods, who's mm-hmm. not the spare, is not into it. No. Um, she's clearly just like straight up having a panic attack as she looks at this hog. Uh, and she's remembering some repressed memory, and we get some ominous Latin chanting happening. Over Hell yeah! It. She just starts shrieking in the middle of class. The, she also sees the pig moving. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like having weird visions. Um, she's freaking out. She's not enjoying it. Mrs. Paddock gives her a real weird look. You know, mm-hmm. not the kind of look that you would think a teacher would give a student no. who's shrieking. Blank faced. Yeah. How I would describe it. Yeah. O- ominous, like the chanting. Yes. yes. Uh, so later on, Mrs. Paddock and Shannon are in the psychologist's office, uh, and they're trying to contact Shannon's father to come, like, pick her up or whatever, because she's freaking out. But Shannon does not want to go with her dad mm-hmm. at all. She shouts no, and here's where we get the second opportunity for someone to think they can outrun David to company. Mm-hmm. She starts sprinting down the hallway. In this case, it's, like, the kind of thing where, like, you're running away, but you want somebody to catch up with you, yeah. you know? She's not really trying to run away, run away. That's true. That's true. She's just being dramatic, like, teens everywhere. That's what Tall and Glasses thinks. Exactly. Um, Mulder does catch up to her, uh, and he's like, hey, what are you remembering, you know? Because I know that this is all the hallmarks of a repressed memory mm-hmm. coming to light. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this, girl. Okay. Uh, I'm not like your lame teacher, Mrs. Paddock. No. I'm cool. I'm oh, with the yeah. FBI. You can talk to me. Uh-huh. I, I shot hoops in my backyard when I was a kid. Alone. Or driveway. Because I didn't have friends. Absolutely. And that's okay. Or a sister to play with. My sister got taken from me by aliens, and my you know, dad was always he, in the pool. He probably would just start <laughs> that's unloading. True. That's true. Is he the type who, if he had a Twitter, he would just, like, overshare on other people's tweets in the thread? Wait. I feel yes. like he would. He, well. I was going to say he wouldn't, but he might. I don't know. Right? It's I like, want to say yes. Maybe if he's, like, been drinking, and then he's on Twitter, he might overshare. I just can't quite see him on Twitter. Yeah. It doesn't really work. Yeah. He is an oversharer, but maybe not on Twitter. Okay. He's a, he's a real-life oversharer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the Boo Crew chat with Shannon outside, away from prying ears and prying eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, her stepdad is Jim, mm-hmm. who's on the... What do we call it? Devil Teacher Gang? Devil... Demon Teacher... Yeah, I guess. The devil... Evil teachers. The evil teacher gang. He's the bald one. The short one. Um, he's probably not short. He's just short he's in comparison just to the yeah. tall man. Um, and 
she starts telling the Boo crew like a really horrible story. Yeah, this is a quite a tonal shift. Yeah, this is this like episode. up to this point, this episode has been pretty goofy. Yeah, uh, kind of funny. Yeah, um, yeah. This is, and then we get this. We get a very intense monologue yes. from this like crying, deeply distressed teenage girl about how her biological dad ran away and her mom met Jim at a seminar and they got married and Shannon and her younger sister moved to New Hampshire. Um, a couple weeks ago, Shannon's class took a field trip to an, like, like American Stonehenge or something. Some site. Yeah. And she started having repressed memories come back when she was like four years old and Jim was with her in his car at the same place and he abused her abused her yeah um and that you know he told her that if she ever told anyone he would hurt her blah 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 she talks about how I don't mean to blah 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 I just don't want to get into too much (laughs) detail because it's not um that important but it's very horrible um, and she talks about how she would, like, dissociate, and she's blocked all of these memories, but lately she's been remembering. And it even involves, you know, other men and women coming to their house and also doing things to her and... R- evil rituals. Evil rituals. Uh, it was always while her mom was away, so she's not saying that her mom was involved in any of this, but, you know, these people would wear red and black robes, and they would be in a red basement with a dirt floor, and they would chant, and they would tie Shannon and her sister up, and... They would get her pregnant and then kill the babies. And she had three children, and they're all buried in the cellar. And Jim murdered Shannon's sister. And when her sister was eight. When her sister was eight. Um, and it's just really horrible. This is pretty very, fucked very up. Very intense. Pretty, very bad. It was like, ah, ah, this is not good. No. That ain't right. That ain't right. And Scully goes to comfort. Shannon while she sobs. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, she needs some comforting. Yes. Quite mm-hmm. a lot going on. Yes. Not good. Um, horrible. Yes. <laughs> horrible. Uh, nightmarishly horrible, yes. in fact. So um, they send Shannon to her friend's house and they're like, maybe we should go talk to her uh, parents about <laughs> this and see what's going on. Yeah. So they roll up to Jim's house, Jim and her mom. Uh, and they're both there, and uh, Jim, well, they both deny everything. They have no idea what's going on. Um, they've never heard of any of this stuff before. They don't know how Shannon ever got this idea. They do seem fairly credible, it seems. Um, Shannon's mom does say that she did have a sister, but she died at eight weeks old, not eight years old, and it was just crib death. So it seems like the uh, details aren't lining up, but something's still weird. Is crib death a thing? Isn't that um, the old term for, what's it called? SIDS. SIDS. Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that just the old word for that? It must be, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know. Anyway, sorry. I interrupted you. Uh... Um, Yeah, but so basically the, the parents are saying, well, we have no idea any of any about this um so then they kind of split up scully stays with the mom and then Mulder goes with jim into the uh sink 
into the sink. <laughs> they just stand in the sink in the kitchen. Stand, very close the, together. Into the kitchen where Jim is filling up a glass of water at the sink nope, is what I meant nope. to say. They're both standing in the sink. Their shoes uh, are getting so wet. No, no, so no, no, soaked. No. Very Jim silly. is filling a glass of water in like a pretty insane way. He's just letting letting it spill over his hands. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. He's wet distressed. Hands. Wet hands. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> That's what I call it. Oh. When I fill up my glass <laughs> of water like that, I say, mm, wet hands. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's like, I do that when I want wet hands, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we all do that, I think. Uh, all right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just stick your hand. You don't need the glass no. to get, you well, don't need the middleman. To... Well, the faucet's so strong, and it hurts uh, my delicate hands, oh, so I need okay. the, the gentleness mm-hmm. of it just overfilling sure. over a glass. I think we accidentally <laughs> stumbled upon some deep psychological uh, issues <laughs> with you tonight. No, it's physiological. It's my weak hands. Okay, okay. The hands of a murderer. Well, 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 well. That's just facts. Anyway. Anyway. It's not. It's okay. Not. So Jim is very upset by mm-hmm. this news. He just kind of like is holding the glass so hard that he breaks it. He's like, I would kill anybody who did to my daughter what she's saying that happened. So he's obviously very upset. He seems pretty credible, but who knows? And then Mulder uh, sees the door to the evil gross basement where Shannon was saying that the worst of everything was happening. So he goes and looks down into a, a damp, dank basement with a dirt floor looks pretty gross Mm -hmm. pretty evil the door does close by itself just slams shut it's not normal the wind the The devil the devil the devil broke wind oh man (laughs) this devil come on in the house in the house good grief so seems like they've kind of run into a dead end thus far yeah uh, I think at one point, so the, after the cellar door suddenly closes, um, or maybe right before it, Mulder's like, even the devil can quote scripture mm. or something. And then Jim starts right. freaking out and screams at him. And then he's like blaming Mulder for putting these ideas into his daughter's head. And then he claims that Mulder may be the devil. Um, this is a lot happening. It's classic projection. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, the boo crew do get kicked out of this home. Yes. Uh, let's go back to Mrs. Paddock and Shannon. Oh, yeah. You know, people that I trust to be together alone uh-huh. in a room. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Paddock has never done anything wrong no. in her life, and she never will. Nope. So they're alone in a room. Um, I did like, <laughs> I noticed on the rewatch that feels like every time they start talking about the devil, we get, like, a smash cut to Mrs. Paddock's face. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, so they've just talked about the devil and then smash cut to Mrs. Paddock's face. And Wait, the what are you trying classroom. to say? What? Uh, it's just funny. Huh? It's just, like, because the contrast is somewhat, because she's, oh, like, a nice I see. old teacher. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, they're alone in the science room. Shannon is redoing the dissection of the pig that she missed because of her breakdown. 
Uh, and Mrs. Paddock takes Shannon's bracelet for safekeeping, mm-hmm. she claims, but mm-hmm. it's really for doing an evil little ritual with the bracelet. So Shannon starts dissecting the pig while Mrs. Paddock goes into her office and just does a full-on devil ceremony with a little candle and Shannon's bracelet and some heavy-ass breathing. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say she she breathes like James Gandolfini. That's just a joke for all the Sopranos heads out there. Hey, haven't haven't seen that one yet. Well, that's what he kind of sounds like. Oh, okay. Is he okay? I don't know. Okay. Isn't he dead? Oh, yeah, probably. I think he's dead. Man. I don't know. Pour one out. I guess. We'll talk about that more on the Sopranos cast. Yeah. Soprano Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna have to watch it. Well, yeah. I mean, I want to anyway at some point. At some point. But I'm still watching The Americans, (laughs) so we'll get to it. Uh Uh-huh. I'm more than halfway done with The Americans. Okay, okay. So, there's hope. All right. Maybe. Anyway, so, uh... Yeah, so Mrs. Paddock uses the bracelet and her evil devil skills to force Shannon to cut her own wrists with the scalpel. Then we see Shannon dead on the ground in a pool of her own blood. Mrs. Paddock, you can't do that nah, to students. That's not cool. No. Well, Good that's what happens when you skip a lesson. <laughs> she does not <laughs> allow makeups. <laughs> The science room is now a crime scene. Scully is interviewing Mrs. Paddock, and she's playing all innocent. She's like, oh, I I lock the doors after school when I'm alone because I get afraid. Whatever. We believe Whatever. Meanwhile, Mulder is searching Mrs. Paddock's office and finds the bracelets, um, which I assume he recognizes as the girls? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. He seems to know it's significant. Mm -hmm. Uh, At night? Outside in the rain, pattering on umbrellas. Oh, yeah. The four teachers mm-hmm. are t- standing around. Yes. Having their devil teacher meet up. Their evil little discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're talking about it all under their umbrellas. Um, they think that it seems like something is angry with them. Um, maybe because they haven't been as devout as they should have been. So they're thinking that they need to do another sacrifice, even though it's been years since they've done the last one. Um, it's just, yeah, they haven't been, they got to double down. Kill someone. You they got to kill somebody. Um, and then the other three teachers, uh, besides Jim, are saying that, well, maybe Shannon's death is a blessing in disguise because now they can blame Shannon for everything, and they're totally off the hook. Uh, They've kind of lost their faith, so they have to rekindle it. And we kind of cut to Jim's face, and he's not really participating in this discussion. He seems a little put out at Mm -hmm. the prospect of them uh, throwing his uh, daughter under the bus for a murder after she just killed herself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) He he doesn't seem too cool with that. Which is weird, (laughs) considering what he did to her. Why does he care? Hmm. 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 And then we do get a great shot where... So they've they've settled that, all right, we got to do another sacrifice. And then we kind of pan up. There's some evil thunder and lightning. And then there's just their evil little umbrellas. Love yeah. it. It's very good. It's a, it's a prime X-Files shot, you know? Rain, umbrellas, mm-hmm. evil. Love it. Meanwhile, 
Mrs. Paddock is crying while Scully interviews her. And she's just like, I just can't believe children are capable of doing these things. Phyllis. Phyllis, we all know you're lying. Uh, She sees Mulder holding the bracelet and she's like, oh, Shannon wanted me to hold on to that. Nice save. (laughs) Whatever. As the boo crew is walking away, Mulder is like, "Uh, her office smells like incense. Suspicious. Hmm. What smell is she trying to cover up? Devil incense. Has she been smoking weed in her office? <laughs> She's trying to hide it. Ridiculous. Um, and Scully's like, well, she seems pretty evil. <laughs> so I'm willing to believe anything of her mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, the man, the teacher that Mrs. Paddock replaced as a sub, randomly got a flesh-eating bacteria. You know how you just... <laughs> that had just happened. Uh, he must have been swimming in a Minnesota lake. Yep, probably. You know, we've all That's been there. a brain-eating parasite. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is the brain not but a type of flesh? I guess, guess, but I think... no. Well, no, actually. No. No. Okay, fine. So they also find out that um, none of the other staff really remembers hiring Mrs. Paddock. Hmm. Huh. That's fine. It's weird. There's more evil lightning. (laughs) The lights go out, and during the confusion, Paddock does steal Scully's pen and just tuck it into her pocket for later. That ain't right. <laughs> Nefarious deeds. People afoot. are always stealing Skelly's pen and doing evil things with it. That one episode oh, where the ED. woman at the yeah mm-hmm. the airport. Is stole there it. more than that? No, but twice okay, is a okay. lot. Twice right? is a lot. Twice is a lot to have your pen stolen and mm-hmm. evil things put into them. It's true. It's never Mulder's pen. Yeah, you know <laughs> he doesn't even have pens. Well, Mulder is the kind of person that asks to borrow your pen and never gives it back. Yeah. And then loses it. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That always stressed me out. Because I was like, I don't want to be the type of person who doesn't lend my pen to someone. But I also want my pen But back. you're never getting it back. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. I'd always just say I didn't have any extras. Yeah. Sometimes I didn't have any extras, too. Because other yeah. people had borrowed them and never given them back. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Teens. <sighs> you know? And now as an adult, I have more pens than I could ever possibly use in a million lifetimes. True. We need, like, marketing departments to just, like, airdrop pens on classrooms. Yeah. Come on. That's a great idea. Right? Yeah. I'm going to start a nonprofit where okay. we take all of the nonsense pens from companies that nobody wants mm-hmm. and deliver them to mm-hmm. children who forgot their pens. Oh, yeah. I know. Or I guess kids don't really write with pens, do they? They always use pencils. That's yeah. the problem. Well, either one. We'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah. so that's my new business if anyone wants to invest. Absolutely. So, anyway. Mulder goes to Jim's house. Oh, so Scully's going to uh, do more research on Paddock while Mulder goes to Jim's house. Um, so Mulder goes uh, because he thinks that they're out, so he wants to check out that basement a little bit more. So he goes He goes inside, opens their evil little basement door while thunder crashes outside. It's a dark and stormy night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he creep, creep, creeps down the stairs. Um, dirt floor. The, the walls are like kind of red. Huh. And Almost like what very Shannon evil said. looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't know what would cause that. So blood. while... Could be blood. It could be blood. I mean, maybe. I think it's just paint, isn't it? No. It's oh. blood. Okay. So while Mulder is uh, panning his flashlight across the basement, it passes over 
Jim. <gasps> He's here. Uh oh. Not good. Yikes. Um, so we do a little bit of cross cutting here, so maybe we should just talk about the basement scene and then go back to Scully. Yeah. So Mulder talks to Jim. Um, Jim is having perhaps a crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. He kind of confesses to Mulder um, everything he knows. He's talking about how his religion, uh, devil worship, goes back seven generations. He was always raised to hate Christianity and think that they're all hypocrites and all of that. Um, his kind of faith, him and his uh, other evil friends, mm-hmm. uh, evil teachers, demonic yeah. teachers, yeah, devil teachers, devil teachers. Devil teaches. Uh, their uh, evil sacrifices and uh, rituals kept them wealthy in the community, but as time has gone on, he's come to see hypocrisy in his occult friends, too. Oh, it's everywhere, isn't it? So they're not free from sin. We're all hypocrites at the end. And he also says that... Uh, them saying that they were going to blame Shannon for everything that was going on was the last straw. He won't stand for it, and he can't believe that they would vilify the innocent. After everything that they've said, hypocrites. Ridiculous. Might as well be Christians. I guess. Or nothing. Or nothing, I guess. (laughs) He's turned apostate. (gasps) That's beautiful. Uh, Mulder asks him if he ever abused any kids. Uh, and he's like, I mean, technically, but, like, not sexually. <laughs> hey, that was a weird lie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Because, um, according to Jim, the blood of the young is very powerful. What can you do? It's powerful. Gotta, you gotta use, use that it. blood. Gotta use that blood. So they would include kids in rituals, but then they would make them forget that they included them in rituals somehow. Um, and they wouldn't actually ever, I guess, the children uh, because they just like skipped the bad rituals that they didn't want to do mm-hmm. picking and choosing what religious you know tenets they want to follow mm-hmm. interesting uh, Mulder is like okay well why does Shannon have those horrible memories then and Jim's like well we would do the post hypnotic suggestion to repress the memories and then you know once she was like 18 where we're gonna let her remember everything or something not sure how that would work but whatever yeah uh, it seems like it would be better to just let them remember from childhood so that yeah. it's part it's been a part of their lives yeah. but whatever who knows um so when shannon remembered the repressed memories uh jim's is theorizing that she mixed it up with nonsense from tabloids too mm-hmm. uh which i guess explains why it, the monologue was really intense and out of you know the tone of the show or whatever yeah um but he denies that he killed jerry stevens or shannon and Mulder's like well you're still kind of responsible did you think you could call up the devil and ask him to behave great line very cool love it you practice that oh yeah uh and then he gets a phone call from mrs oh i wrote from mrs paddock because i'm Spoiling it for myself. Oh, I thought you were going to say from Mrs. Mulder. So, oh, mm. Please. He would take Scully's <laughs> no, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> let's of let's course. be real here. It would be Dr. and Mr. Scully. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, he, Mulder gets, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Scully gets a call from Dr. Scully. 
<laughs> and uh, it sounds like Skelly is saying that she's in trouble at the school. So Mulder immediately handcuffs Jim to the basement, um, and then he runs off to save Skelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just driving fast. <laughs> just driving fast. Super fast. School. So what's Scully been doing in the meantime? So Scully's just been on her old, 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 old computer mm-hmm. um, doing research on Paddock. Uh, and Paddock's in the other room with her pen, holding it over the fire, being evil. Mm-hmm. She, uh, So she's holding the pen evilly. Mm-hmm. She's doing a, uh, a ritual evilly. Mm-hmm. And then she does dial a phone number evilly. It's all evil. She does a lot of things evil, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it seems like Scully is blissfully unaware, and it seems like she's not in trouble. So I love that she's just, like, doing research at a school at night during a storm, no lights on, just in a classroom. Love Uh that for her. uh Very good vibes. She knows what she wants. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she's just kind of hanging out. She has no idea what's going on. So Mulder uh, rushes to the school, as we said. We cut back to the basement where Jim is uh, handcuffed and crying. Seems uh, repenting. Not repenting. It's a word. Whining. (laughs) Well, not whining. He's feeling bad about... He's feeling guilt. There's a word that I can't remember. Um, He's... Regretting. What? Yeah. He's regretting what he's done. Anyway. Um, when the door to the basement opens and a big ass snake starts slithering down. Also cute. Lucifer? Aww. Is that you? Well, he's adorable. Oh, buddy old pal friend. Yeah. Just Gotta love him. Ready to slurp up some gym. Mm, and he does. Mm-hmm. The snake strangles, wraps around. And then does swallow Jim whole. Yeah. So that sucks for Jim. Impressive on the snake's part, though. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, mean, my mm-hmm. God, that's a fully grown man. Yep. With all the clothes and everything, the least Jim could do is, like, undress first. Yeah. You know? That's so true. That was pretty Come on. rude of him. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Paddock has evil snake eyes while this is happening, yeah, too, which is pretty you know, cool. almost like she's connected to the snake or something. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there. She seems so innocent until now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Strange, but uh, very spooky. Uh, Mulder and Skelly head to the cellar because clearly something is a food. Oh, sorry. Well, he arrives at the school. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we didn't All, all fired up yeah. and discovers that Scully is totally fine. Yeah. So he's like, what? Excuse me? Okay. And then they, oh, oh boy. Something's going on. Something's going on. Let's go see Jim. Um, Skelly, embarrassingly, says that she doesn't think Mrs. Paddock is involved because the research all panned out. Uh, She seems legit. But once they get to the cellar, all that's left of Jim is bloody handcuffs and some bloody bones. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a fun night. Oof. That just kind of sounds fun. <laughs> bones. Bloody bones. Uh, Scully's like, hey, I don't think a snake could eat a person this fast. So that's weird. <laughs> um, but Mulder finds a snake skin. And there is a python in Mrs. Paddock's room. <clears throat> so uh, I think that python <clears throat> ate Jim. That's weird. Oh, my God. Yikes. Back to the school. The teachers are at the school for some reason. They live there. They're teachers. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Come on. How could I forget? 
So they are... How do they know who killed... Wait. They're having a discussion about who killed Jim. How, how do, do they, they know, know Jim's dead? Jim this is just occurring to me. Wait. It just happened. How do they know Jim's dead? They felt it in the, the devil force, I guess. Sure, I guess. Um, so they do know that Jim's dead and they're talking about it. Uh, Maybe we missed something. <laughs> and they blame him because they say he didn't have enough devotion. Mm-hmm. And they discuss how they need to sacrifice Mulder and Skelly to the devil. But yeah, I don't really... I mean, it must have just been on, like, the chat rooms. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. Well, whatever. Anyway. But, importantly, they're like, all right. Now something. Now we definitely know that something is angry with us. So, we gotta sacrifice our two hot detectives. Hot, They're not detectives. Young. FBI agents. <laughs> Spry, sexually virile, uh, yep. and charged <laughs> in, investigators. Absolutely. Mulder and Skelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I mean, if I was the devil, that's the sacrifice that I would want. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Go big or go home. Absolutely. So they've decided and they're going to set up or whatever. And then um, Tall with Glasses does kind of just note offhand that his keys are missing. That's fine. So, the Boo Crew's back on the scene. They've arrived at the school. They're going to check out the python in Mrs. Paddock's office when they discover Mrs. Paddock collapsed. Her snake gone. There's blood on her face. She's acting her little heart out, saying that people broke in and stole her snake. And, oh my god, poor, poor little old me. How is it even her snake? She's a substitute teacher, isn't she? Yeah, she does, like, act like she's just a regular <laughs> member of staff. But I guess that, well, that's probably because she's evil. Oh, um, I suppose. But has weeded her way in. Oh, I suppose. I suppose. It's like, is that your snake? Or is it mm. the man who has flesh-eating bacteria as a snake? Well, <laughs> he, he probably doesn't mind. That's fair. He's got bigger problems. True. Mm-hmm. True. He's like, my vacation to Minneapolis or somewhere in Minnesota was ruined <laughs> when I got the flesh-eating virus. Yeah. Those 10,000 likes, I call them 10,000 Petri dishes. Is is are, is the X-Files uh, anti-Minnesota? Yes. 100%. Okay, okay. <laughs> So they're like, oh my god, we gotta, we gotta figure out what's going on. So they go into another room, they're looking for, she said that the teachers specifically attacked her, right? I think so. Okay. Right? I think she blamed them. Okay. So they're like, alright, we gotta find them. So they go into another room and they're kind of planning and trying to figure out where they are when they just get... Uh, murked by the <laughs> teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, Scully or Mulder gets hit over the back of the head with a folding chair. Um, somebody pushes a whole bookcase over on Scully. <laughs> just... It's tough. It, so much happens in like one second yeah. of screen time. It was very surprising. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, annihilated. <laughs> I would say yes. The Boo Crew is no more. Yes. Yikes. Um. A bit of a scuffle ensues after that, and the boo crew are tied up and dragged to the showers. Um, the teachers are so ready to ritually murder them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've even planned it. They're like, this is going to make it easier to clean up the blood if we've got you in the showers. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a knife and everything, but Mrs. Paddock, she's up to her old bag of tricks. Oh, yeah. 
She makes the tall teacher with glasses kill the other ones and then himself. And we see Mrs. Paddock doing the evil deed. I wrote, not sure what that means. I guess <laughs> causing them to kill each other. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. You know, the evil deed. Um, Skelly and Mulder tied to each other and just generally tied up on the ground of a shower that has been turned on so they're wet and hot oh yeah uh skelly turns to Mulder and she's like did you see the tall one with glasses expression it was as if something else had control of him mm-hmm. there is also um a bit of a cute moment where the tall with glasses uh is pointing his gun um, to kill himself, and then Mulder does kind of shield Scully in his body, so that's kind of cute. Oh, that's kind of cute. I didn't even notice. He kind of, like, rolls and, like, kind of shields her. But now everyone's dead. Uh, Yeah, that sucks. Um, The Boo crew untie themselves, and they hurry back to Mrs. Paddock's room, and on the chalkboard, it just says, Goodbye. It's been nice working with you. Suddenly the lights turn back on, uh, and the boot crew are just left alone, confused, in a trashed science room. Scared. They don't have any answers. Wet, bedraggled. Wet, hot. Confused. The the camera is, like, looking at them from the outside with the windows, with the blinds almost covering the view, and it's just very spooky. And then... That's the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like the way it ended. It's just, they're yeah. just looking around like, what the fuck? What, <laughs> what happened? Just happened? <laughs> yeah, it was and that's fun. it. That's all she wrote. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's all he wrote. They wrote. Um, so, all right. So, episode over. All right. Let's move on to Hithakra. I hear this is going to be a good one. Well, there's a lot going on. Okay. So, I have some... Some sad news. Oh no! So, this is this is the first episode that Glenn Morgan and James Wong have written in a while since I think One Breath was the last one. Oh, yeah, right? that sounds right. So it's been it's been a, a long cold stretch without Oof. our boys, but there's about to be a much longer colder stretch without our boys. So this is the last episode that they wrote. Not. Not forever. Oh, okay. Um, but this is the last episode that they write before they leave the show to create... They show run another um, a show called Space Above and Beyond. Oh. Is it uh, good? I don't know. I haven't seen it. But so this is a show that ran for one season mm-hmm. uh, from 1995 to 1996. Uh, it was planned for five seasons, but it only ran for one due to low ratings. Oh. Um, but apparently it was good because it, it was like critically acclaimed, even though it had really bad ratings. Mm. Um, it's on IGN's list of best 50 best sci-fi shows. Okay. And it was nominated for two Emmys. All so right. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's any good, but... Um, I just want our boys to do well. You know? I do too. So they're gone for a while? So they are gone. Um, they do come back after their show is canceled, I guess. Oh, yeah, um, But they don't come back until season four. Oh, my boys. I know. My lovers. So it's kind of sad. Okay. Because they are the best writers on the show. Yeah. Well. So they're gone for a while. So season three is going to be tough is what you're saying? <laughs> no, we do get... We're going to get new writers. Okay. Yeah. We, we, get, we get new writers and... Uh, it's not all don't, Howie. Don't, don't worry about it. It's not. Sorry, no Howie. To Howie. But I love I love him, of course. Uh, of course. But it's not all Howie, is it? No, don't worry. 
<laughs> we get it's um yeah okay it's all good okay don't worry about it i'm freaking out but yes so we are sadly saying goodbye to morgan and wong for oh for a bit for a season and a half mm. it's a long time man yeah okay. so that's actually so the line um on the chalkboard nice to have worked with you is just it's just oh. like an in joke from them to everybody else because they were leaving the show oh, man. i know my boy i know i'm gonna miss him so is that why they have the silly nicknames i think so credits? yeah because okay. so it was like their last episode okay yeah well, that's fun it's pretty cute but but we don't have to be too sad because they'll be back. Yeah, that's true. That makes me feel better. I mean, I guess I'm sad that their show got canceled. Yeah. But <laughs> but works for us. I'm more happy that they'll be working on a show that I like. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So fair enough. All right. Although who knows? Maybe if they had managed to keep doing their show, maybe it would have been very popular. Maybe. Who knows? It's hard to say. I guess. Anyway. Anyway. So that's our Morgan and Wong trivia. Um, so Dan Butler, who played Jim, was terrified of snakes. Oh, he got eaten by one, too. He did. So he was not very happy with the anaconda that yeah. they were using in the scene because it was a real snake. Fair enough. So it's like another return. So there's this guy, and then there is that guy from the Erlenmeyer flask who is afraid of water or yeah. whatever. Why do they keep doing this to actors? I don't know. It's a living. Are they not allowed to read the script before they <laughs> apply? I don't know. Yikes. I guess. Um, so a couple of in-jokes. So Crowley High School, of course, is named after uh, famed occultist Aleister Crowley. Um, and so we were discussing this off air at length, uh, trying to remember or figure out what paddock is a reference to. Mm-hmm. So sadly, again, it, it's a reference to Macbeth. Oh. Uh, paddock is one of the toad demons in Macbeth. Oh. So this is, we keep missing Macbeth trivia. So uh, perhaps the listeners don't know. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of Macbeth. Yeah. I think you like Macbeth as well. It's a very good one. It's very good. Um, We did sadly miss a Macbeth-centered question in a trivia game a while ago, and it's a a source of never-ending shame. Yeah. And And now again. It it wasn't... The context is important, because it wasn't even just, like, a random time. It was when we were both English majors Mm -hmm. at a college... Mm -hmm. In a class where I believe we had just read Macbeth. <laughs> yeah, we had just read it. So it was, the stinging was extra harsh. Yeah. And brutal. It's pretty rough. But that's fine. So for a second time, we yeah. have failed to recognize Macbeth <sighs> trivia. We gotta reread Macbeth. Yeah, I guess. So we have a book club, Scully Nation book club, where Let's we do it. all read Macbeth together. Love Macbeth. Hey, I'd do it. Okay. But that's what Paddock is from. Okay, that explains I, it. It was bugging me because I knew it was from something. So, uh, also, uh, this is, as I mentioned, Kim Manor's first episode. Um, the producers were apparently leery of hiring him because, um, so this is weird to me. So his, like, Kim Manor's style is that um, directors and writers should work together to kind of develop the script, hire actors, choose shooting locations, etc. And apparently this is viewed as a lesser form of directing. So the producers didn't want to hire him, which seems huh. very weird. But Glenn Morgan rooted for him because okay. he'd worked with him before and got him hired. Weird. So but it okay. all worked out. That's just, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so the alternative is just like the 
the director just doing everything by themselves, I guess. Okay. And not collaborating with everyone, which doesn't seem like a great way to go about making a TV show. A pretty collaborative enterprise, I would Mm -hmm. say, but whatever. Perhaps one of the most collaborative ever. Yeah. Arguably. Okay, well, whatever. But, uh, whatever. It worked out. Yeah. Thanks, Glenn. (laughs) Thanks, Glenn. Oh, uh, another funny thing is when the episode... So the title of the episode is in German. Um, When this episode aired in Germany, the title was just translated simply as Satan. Oh. (laughs) Just Satan. (laughs) That's pretty cute. Yeah. Satan. I don't know why they didn't just keep it in German. Because then it wouldn't be as spooky for them because they know what it says. (laughs) I guess. It's still a spooky phrase. The hand that wounds. This hand? That, the murderer's hand? The murderer's hands that you have sewn onto your Mm -hmm. forearms? Mm -hmm. Surgically? Yep. We've all been there. Absolutely. Oof. All right. So that's pretty much that. A short, what the X? Yeah. What the X? What the X? Um, well, you already mentioned the Coriolis Force thing. Yep. Nonsense. Which is nonsense. So we don't have to (laughs) touch on that. Um, so... Obviously, uh, the the premise of this whole episode is, um, uh, you know, the whole idea of satanic cults abusing children is uh, inspired by the satanic panic that swept the U.S. and probably other places in the 80s and 90s. Um, probably the biggest case was the McMartin preschool case where the uh, staff faced all these bizarre allegations from children. Um that turned out to be total nonsense and was kind of like all their like repressed memories, quote unquote, were just um, like the psychologists that were interviewing them were kind of like planting the ideas in their head because they like wanted it to be true. So it's kind of like a like a feedback loop. So it was all false. But I think like a bunch of them didn't some of the teachers like get go to jail. Maybe. I I don't don't I don't remember what happened, but it was a whole crazy thing drama so not not the best not the high water mark for society no no but it's the 90s were a tough time yes but we did get the movie mandy out of it kind of worth it then right so it's all fine mandy is a great flick great flick Oof. Good watch, times. go out and watch it guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hard recommend definitely so yeah that's that's about it well, shall we move on to Blazer Watch? Let's do it. No. Oh. oh. Okay. But we should move on to Blazer Watch. I can't. I can't do that many bees in a row anymore. Blazer Watch. I'm not a young woman anymore. Okay. All <laughs> I don't right. have the lips for that. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I can manage maybe two bees. I'll try. But Blazer Watch. Whoa, that was really rough. Wow. I'm just not in fighting form anymore. I guess not. All right, Blazer Watch. The first and most obvious one. Well, that's not true. There's two obvious ones. The first one, Grunge Teens. Yes, okay. Beanies, oversized Mm -hmm. jackets, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. general tomfoolery. Mm -hmm. It's all there. The guy that gets killed, I thought, looked like um, not Kevin Smith, but the other one from Clerks. Oh. Don't you think? Oh, maybe. I don't even remember what the kid who got killed looked like. I'll take your word for it. It's just kind of like had long, stringy blonde hair and like a beanie and oversized clothes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jay. Jay. Yeah, Jay, Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent That's Bob. right. Yep. I was really struggling there. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. On it. 
beautiful. We love our grunge teens. Yes. Um, should we save Mrs. Paddock for last? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked how Skelly's hair was, like, I feel like a little more curly than it normally is because of all the rain, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. That's cute. Yeah. One of the teachers who does witchcraft, he's, like, got a mustache, and he's just wearing, like, a big old, like, letterman jacket. I don't know. He has, like, a great, like, former high school athlete vibe to him. <laughs> I don't know. Like he Which not gym and not tall with glasses, but the other guy. Yeah, who like okay. doesn't do anything. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Um, this isn't really an outfit per se, but it was a look when Scully is doing her evil research in the school at night during the storm. Um, there's a shot where we look at her and the computer screen is illuminating her face and it's like casting shadows from her glasses. Uh, did you notice this? It cast glass, uh, shadows from her glasses onto her forehead and it kind of looked like she had evil demonic eyebrows, oh. which I think is, was intentional. Yeah. Um, it was pretty evil looking. I liked cool. it. Yeah. I noticed her anime glasses were back, but mm-hmm. I didn't notice they were giving her evil eyebrows. Yes. She had evil demon eyebrows. Nice. It was cool. Anytime I see someone on film or television just with, like, you know, in a dark room with only the light of a computer screen bathing their face, I'm just like, that's probably what I looked like most of the time from age, like, 8 to 18. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mean you don't look like that now? I feel like I'm not normally, like, on my computer at night oh, in okay. the dark anymore. Right, fair enough. I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know why. Things um, change, I guess. You have lights. You have... You can turn on lamps I can now. Afford lamps now. <laughs> Unlike my tragic childhood where we couldn't afford lamps. Of course. Now I actually really like sitting in the dark, and I would do it more. But it's like when you live with people, it's kind of weird and creepy. <laughs> so I can't do it. I mean, you still can, I guess. It's like I could, but like I feel like if you came home and your roommate was just sitting in the dark, it'd be like scary. I guess. In a way that it isn't if you're alone. So. Yeah. Uh, this is why we have roommates to keep us normal. <laughs> She was in check. Uh-huh. I would be a little gremlin sitting in the dark at yeah. all times. Sure. Otherwise. So. Fair enough. Um, Is it time? Okay. So, so, Mrs. Paddock. This woman. <laughs> this devil in a woman's body. Yeah. She's got weird spinster dresses on. Mm-hmm. Um, like the long chains that go down like to her stomach. Like mm. the the necklaces of yeah. pearls or whatever, um, she has her haircut almost cannot be described oh, with human I, words. The I can only compare it sort of to another piece of media. So <laughs> I don't think you've seen Fleabag yet, right? No, but I I know many things about it. Okay, there in the second season is an important haircut that mm-hmm. the protagonist's sister gets. That's horrifying (laughs) Um, and she has like a whole mental breakdown about it Uh, it's like asymmetrical super (laughs) short it's like one of those things that's supposed to be chic on a model but then you get it in real life and you look like a moron (laughs) kind of like how if like a human being in the real world tries to get a Peaky Blinders haircut they look like an idiot sort of like that where it's Mm -hmm. like if you're a high fashion model in a high fashion photo it might look okay but it's like yeah asymmetrical ugly she says that she looks like a pencil and it's not untrue and it's just the worst thing uh-huh. that has ever happened um and mrs paddock's hair kind of looks like that okay, a little bit it. just like straight short mm-hmm. asymmetrical weird 
nonsense that no human being could have done to themselves. Yeah. On purpose. It's like, yeah. It's like so short and then it it's it's like sort of straight but like plastered to her skull and it kind of like curves towards the front of her face on her cheekbones. Yeah. It's very bad. But she is a evil demon woman, so. That makes sense. Great look. And she's got like the glasses with the beaded uh, mm-hmm. chain that like old timey librarians have and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just mm-hmm. like a demon cosplaying as uh, an old teacher, basically. Yep. Which, you know, is what she is. It's so. true. It's true. But nobody comments on it when they see her. <laughs> no. Nobody's like, wow, what happened to your hair? Well, <laughs> nobody that we see commented on it. Maybe people did, and then she ate them. That's true. The teens were definitely bullying her in their group chats. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But then she sent uh, an emoji hex on them. Oh, no. Classic. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope she also sends emoji hexes to the Taliban. Am I right? Did you what? hear about this? Oh. <laughs> There's this one. There was, like, a whole subreddit where they were trying to do, like, emoji hexes at the Taliban. Oh, okay. The whole thing. <laughs> They were like, we gotta send bad energy to the Taliban to deal with them. I'm sure it worked out great. You know, maybe some of the members had bad days or something. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. With all that bad energy. The concept of emoji hexes is just my favorite thing. I love it so much. Like to charge for yeah. the blog to cast. Oh, it's like, whatever you do. Yeah. You I know. support it. Anyway. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all we got for Blazer Watch. So let's move on to FBI Do, the segment where we rate the development of the romantic relationship between the two leads of our program. Uh, we rate it on a doomsday clock scale, mm-hmm. where 10 minutes to doomsday is so far from love mm-hmm. that you can't even imagine it. Mm-hmm. It's non-existent in your life. Yes. Zero minutes to the atomic blast at midnight. Uh-huh. Zero is active smooching. Uh-huh. Where? Oh, wait, sorry. My first question is. <laughs> okay. To give us a sense of the scale, who would you say is 10 minutes to midnight in this episode? I guess Jim and Christianity at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then Jim and Satanism at the end. Oh, yeah. He really goes through it, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's deep. Jim and religion. Yeah. At the Losing ultimately. my religion. Mm-hmm. You wrote that, I believe. That's me. Wait. He what? doesn't, like, not look like Michael Stipe, right? Wait, what is I have this? no clue. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I mean, they're just both bald. <laughs> but, like, you know. I mean, I, I guess. I they're mean, they're both, both bald men. They're both bald men. I'm seeing a conspiracy <laughs> here. I think Jim is Michael Stipe. Okay. If I had to guess. All right. Just Checks saying. out. And that's him in the corner. <laughs> that's me in the spotlight mm-hmm. getting eaten by a snake. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I got you. Um, okay, what about a zero? Um, I wrote Mrs. Paddock and Havoc. Ooh, <laughs> right? yeah. well, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say Mrs. Paddock and her snake. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, they're connected. They're smooching on the reg. Is this like what Voldemort did with his little snake? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I assume they were smooching. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all right. So how about the Boo Crew? Where are they at? I give them an eight. Okay. They didn't really do much to themselves together. They were just kind of doing their jobs. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, I guess at the end, you know, they're tied up 
and wet <laughs> and hot. <laughs> and, and Mulder shielded Scully yeah. with his body. Yeah. And his he, wet, and hot he, body. <laughs> It's really not played in a sexy way no. at all, to be honest. No. This is why I'm having a bit of a goof with it. Um, I guess he did also rush to save her when he thought mm-hmm. she was in danger. But, I don't know. In general, they're just kind of, like, working. Yeah. Doing their thing. I don't know. What did you give them? I feel like an eight. It's yeah. about right. Yeah. And that's fine. They don't have to be actively smooching at all no. times. It's totally fine. Do you think they, like, decompressed after the hug? Um in Irresistible. Oh, I hope so. Like, did they talk about it later? Talk about the hug? No. Okay. They might have talked about Scully's feelings. Okay. They definitely did not acknowledge the hug. <laughs> That's right. Okay. They gotta they gotta put that one on the back burner for a while. You know, let, let, it, let it simmer. So you're telling me that Mulder didn't go to his trapper keeper and start write, writing Mr. <gasps> Fox Scully? Well, maybe. Okay. But they didn't talk about it together. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Did he call all his bros... Um, and be like, what does she want, guys? Maybe. <laughs> she hugged me. Maybe. Well, he hugged her. Oh, yeah. I hugged, wait, wait. No, she, she she initiated the hug. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know who his bros would be. I guess the lone gunman. I guess. I cannot Skinner. think of a group less useful. <laughs> okay. Skinner's a Gemini. He could help. <laughs> but the lone gunmen are useless. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But... Where's Skinner? We haven't seen him in a while. I miss my boy. Um, he'll be back soon, I think. Is he off doing nonsense. Yeah. Okay. He's just living his. He's doing his Gemini thing. You can't. You can't hold a Gemini <laughs> down. He's been in Ibiza this whole time partying. Absolutely. <laughs> he's like, I take, I save all of my PTO for three straight years, and then I take two months off and go to Ibiza. Yeah. And he pronounces it like that, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta be authentic. Come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on mm-hmm. to our next little segment. Okay. Let's talk about our favorite scenes and or moments from the episode. Okay. What's your favorite scene and or moment from this episode? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of them because it was a good episode. Um, I think, I don't really know why, but I do for some reason really like the scene with the evil teachers association where they're in with their umbrellas talking about um scapegoating shannon and uh sacrificing Mulder and scully okay. i don't know i just love evil associations sure. i think i mostly just like the the shot with the umbrellas at the end yeah. it's just like prime prime mood it's peak x-files yeah vibes yeah it's like so, if you made a pinterest board for the x-files that would be one of the pictures yes so it's like a small scene, but I don't know. It's a moment, you yeah. might call it. It is a moment, you know, and it's perhaps my favorite. Okay. Right. Interesting. Uh, can you please do that in a segment where it's more relevant? Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why would you bring that up right now? <gasps> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I also liked when the Boo crew are first in the forest and they're just like investigating and they've got their umbrellas and it's raining and there's the pitter patter and it's spooky. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. And the ending was cool, too. Yeah. The frogs is fun. I thought it was going to get more biblical. I was expecting, like, when Mulder was drinking out of the water fountain and he was just talking about the Coriolis effect or whatever, yeah. I thought it was going to, like, turn into blood, the water oh, and stuff. Oh, maybe. I thought we were going to get some, you know, plagues, but... We did get locusts in that other episode. That's true. Ooh, is it all connected? Is there, like, one 
episode per season that's a plague. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh, they're thinking five steps ahead. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> they're not. Anyway. Okay, very cool. So we've uh, we've talked about the whole of the episode. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to rate it. And for this, we give the episode some amount out of five little alien head emojis. Mm-hmm. That's how we uh, that's how we do it over here at Scully Nation. True. How many little alien head emojis will you give this episode? Uh, I think I can give it a solid four. Nice. Wow. Four alien Confidence. head emojis. Okay. Uh, it's I like it. Okay. I think it's just one of the one of the prime monster of the weeks. It's like when you think of an X Files monster of the week episode, I think of this episode. All right. I love evil conspiracies and i guess they're not really a cult they're like i guess they, are they a cult um they're i feel like they adjacent. would want to be but there's only four of them yeah <laughs> so it's just kind of a weird friend group i love half cults mm-hmm. weird i love weird friend groups how many people do you need to technically count as a cult i don't know there's probably not a person limit but not. it feels like there should be yeah i don't know anyway um I like weird occult stuff. Um, Are you a witch? Uh, I wanted to be when I was a chilled. That makes sense. Um, I like the... I feel like this is the first... I mean, there were some pretty drastic tonal shifts along the way, but I feel like this is the first like, kind of goofy episode mm-hmm. of the show. It's semi- semi-goofy. It, there's some goofiness to there's it. There's some goofiness. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, it's a good one. Four. All right. Confident. I gave it a 3.5. All right. It was all right. Mm-hmm. I felt, I was like, I feel like I should be enjoying this more than I am. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm okay. just not as into evil cultists as you. And that's well, okay. that's wrong. It's not okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, no, never mind. I gave it a 5.5 <laughs> out of 5. I take okay. it back. No, you silly. Um, but it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was a solid run of the, I don't want to say run of the mill, because okay. it was slightly better than that, but right. it didn't tickle my particular fancy bones, but it was still pretty good, <laughs> you know? What, what does tickle your fancy bones? A nice caviar dinner, um, okay. and a fine glass of wine. <laughs> All right. It's my fancy okay, bones. Okay. I've never had caviar. <laughs> It's a blatant lie. I don't know. Um, you know, when we get to it, I'll let you know what tickles my fancy okay. bones. I'm looking forward to finding out, I guess, or I'm afraid of finding out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jersey Devil probably tickled my fancy bones. <laughs> Great episode. Talk about a goofy episode. Uh, yeah, I guess, well, that one was um, not goofy on purpose. <laughs> How do you, you don't know that. Come on, that drawing cannot have been serious. People knew what they were doing. They drew a, a silly drawing, and then they drew a second one with big tatas. Yeah, they did. There's no way that was serious. They did do that. There's no way. But the thing is, Chris Carter wrote that episode, right? Yeah. He doesn't, like, really seem like he has a sense of humor. Yeah. You know? But the, the titties. <laughs> <laughs> that was so serious. Um... I don't know. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but that tickled my fancy bones. Okay. So. That's good to know. <laughs> there you All go. All right. 
All right. So that's the episode. All right. Anything else to say? Uh, it sort of reminded me of that episode of Boy Meets World. Do you remember? Did you ever watch that show? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you did, you would know exactly what episode I was talking about because it probably would have been your favorite. It's like a, I don't know, like a murder mystery mm-hmm. kind of. They're like trapped in the school at night. Oh, and yeah. I don't actually remember that much about it except that I loved it. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes exactly, but, you know, they're getting killed off one by one or something. Mm-hmm. And there's evil afoot and flashing lights and nonsense okay so it's a fun episode if you feel compelled to ever watch boy meets world probably not that one episode but if i do i'll start with that episode yeah okay Mm -hmm. i was gonna say this episode is i think perhaps purposely uh it really reminds me of the episode of supernatural the the remember that one in season one the scarecrow episode there's like the evil scarecrow that killed people and they they were the town people were sacrificing people to this like harvest god huh i don't it's like pretty much this exact same episode okay and i think one of the actors is the same and the actor that plays uh, william b davis is in it oh so i think it it, it is literally a homage an homage to the x-files but it's like, I'm sure I would re- recognize it if I saw it. Yeah. But you're, you say the words to me in a, in a blank in my memory box. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well. Let's move on then. Okay. Next week, we'll be talking about season two, episode 15, Fresh Bones. Mmm. Fancy Bones? Maybe Fancy Bones. Yum, yum. We'll see. Okay. Um, it's a monster of the week. Uh, it's... I think okay. <laughs> Are there just skeletons running around killing people? Maybe. We'll have to find out. Okay. Spooky, scary skeletons. Well, I suppose every murder is a skeleton killing people, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about it deep down. <sighs> deep down. Skeleton wearing some skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about if you get killed by the blob? <sighs> I wanted to start singing the song, but I can't remember how it goes. Beware of the, the blob, blob, it creeps, creeps and something, something and, uh, something. and slides across the floor and through the door. The blob. Oh. <laughs> Great movie. Great. You guys should Great check flick. it out. <laughs> Oof. Okay, cool. Well, I look forward to it. Right. Sounds like an okay episode. <laughs> we'll Excited. <laughs> All right. Um... Email. You, yep, I got there. I had to scroll. Uh, if you have any thoughts that you would like to share with us, you can send us an email at skellynationpod at gmail.com. And you are also welcome and encouraged to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at skellynationpod. And you can also DM us on those services, you know? Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of ways to services? call Services? Call, call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. Beat you? Beep. Kim Possible? Oh. Come on. Call me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. It doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter when. I will something, something till the the very end. end. Danger or trouble, I'm there on the double. I did love Kim Possible back in the day. Kim Possible. Did you ever play that Flash game that they had online where it was Stitch in Time? Probably. I don't remember it, but I'm sure I did. Great game. Yep. Pour one out for Flash, or, or don't. I'm not sure what happened there. I don't know. 
Anyway, uh, our music is by Groove Master Putts, and you can get their music on Bandcamp or other services as well. Mm-hmm. I love services. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda's first time using the internet, I guess. (laughs) If you open up your internet box and Uh um, double-click on some stuff Mm -hmm. and tip-tap-type into your URL bar... URL. Your URL bar Mm -hmm. on your internet browsing application... Device. ...service, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Bandcamp. All right. And... We can't find us on Bandcamp. No, that's true. I'm sorry. God, this is falling apart. If you were enjoying this long, rambling uh, explanation of uh, the internet... They're not. (laughs) But maybe if you enjoyed the rest of the episode, Uh uh, please consider giving us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice, iTunes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, tell your friends, tell your family... Not your family, but your family. Okay. Tell your enemies about this show. Get them to listen to it. Okay. I'll try. When we're having our intense monologues, or I guess it would be a dialogue. When my enemies are mm-hmm. doing an intense monologue yes. while they have me captive. Yes. I'll ask if they've listened. Yeah. Break the tension. Yeah. You know? Be like, hey, you seem stressed. Have you ever thought about listening to podcasts to unwind? Maybe. Haven't you ever wanted to explore the X Files with uh-huh. with two ladies? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just say that. Maybe you should work on your pitch a little bit. My first, elevator pitch but... is: Do you want to explore the X Files with two ladies? What's wrong with that? No, That's I actually kind of like it. Actually, <laughs> Thank you. I take it back. Um, I've been your host, Amanda, and I've been Ella. And remember. Trust no one, especially your devil-worshipping teachers. Mm.